Hello everyone and welcome to Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking footy. A big show tonight, boys, as I welcome my three brothers who are sitting... Two brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome... Welcome to uh, Funky's Lounge Room. Episode Hello, five, mate. Hello, Funk. Hello, Baz. Is there a brother we don't know about? Oh, I might, Is it Callum? I, I might need to ask uh, Magsy that one. But yeah. uh, welcome, boys. Well, following up from a great day up at Williamstown on Sunday, all together, family day up there, boys. What a great day. But Funky, I've got an issue to raise. No, buggy your issue. <laughs> haven't, haven't I provided, after face falling oh, flat in shed, pre-Easter, came in... Greeted you boys with the biggest uh, lint uh, bunny that you've ever seen. About time you provided something that wasn't gluten-free too, mate. Um, a very nice, responsibly drinking, just a little sip of wine between us all. But Very good. Um, that little bunny's going down very nicely, getting into some Easter eggs. I'm still hungry after going to Faces Shed last week. <laughs> Welcome, boys. Got a big show tonight. A change-up for Funkies, would you rather? Uh, faces <laughs> fresh... Find you struggle with this each week, don't is you? Uh, news from around the globe, and of course, Baz's bets it created pandemonium last oh, weekend, didn't it? Face? And, and again tonight, boys, <laughs> and was, again tonight, tonight. So, uh, we'll find out about Baz's bets. Now, what were you going to banter on about, Face? Oh, backyard cricket on Sunday afternoon at Magazine Bryce's house at Williamstown. Who was the sore loser from a couple of overs, Funky? What, what describe the inc- incident that happened? It's always Bazza. As a sore loser in backyard cricket, he there's no he helmet. only ever bats. He ne- he's never bowled. He wicket keeps a little bit. He always <laughs> when he bats, he just thrusts his leg out. Yeah, so there's no no, no, no LBW. LBW. Yeah. So he can't get bowled. And when and when he does get out, he throws the bat as so no one else can play. I, I think that was the biggest throw of a cricket bat I've ever seen. Yeah, it's very backyard happy, cricket. Boys. Very poor sportsmanship. Almost got it caught up in the gum tree, mate. That was just <laughs> it was a big very wash. very poor sportsmanship. But um, I'm looking forward to having a chat with you boys tonight. Face, we're going to cross to you. Um, tell us about our followers. Uh, a few followers this week, boys, and a lot of action on Twitter, mainly around Baz's bets. So thank you to uh, Pistol and Risden Cricket that got on board and uh, uh, followed your bets. I think Pistol actually cashed in on your suggestion. Of do- he did. He, to need to last more, week. he didn't need to put more on it, but anyway, it was still a good good uh, summy one. So we've got a couple of new followers. The Press Box, which is actually another podcast, boys, but they're actually experienced. Sam Tugwell from 5AA, Jace Kemp from 10 News, and Dale Fletcher from The Advertiser. So they've got a little bit of cred in the sports um, area. They're actually following us this week. Good on them. Tim Bray. They could lose some stuff I think we've now got the whole box and dice of the Bray Tim Bray. Um, In his self-described Twitter account, he's described himself as a geek, (laughs) a learner, a coder, a CTO, not really sure what that's Chief Technology Officer move, a co-founder, but he missed one word, millionaire, in his profile. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to uh, Timmy. He's uh, very good value at the cricket every year. Is he a potential family. sponsor? Oh, he, he, he would Very be. good. Actually, his company would like to sponsor He's a co-founder, of, I think, Spritz. So our brothers and sisters look it up. It's for you know the corporate world, but um, it's, it's going to go gangbusters. Remember, I caught him once. Uh, I walked past his bedroom. And he was in the, this is when I was really young, and I walked past his bedroom, and in the mirror he was going to himself, Flash! Flash for fantasy! I don't know who sings that. But um, he was, I reckon it's Billy Idol. Billy Idol, but he was yeah. doing his muscles in the thing. He yeah. wouldn't have been, been 10, or, 10 or 11 years yeah. old. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was quite humorous. <laughs> I'm glad you went to the story that you did. Um, so there are our followers. Um, 
Simon Bentley, a Carlton supporter. Carlton tragic, I'd say. He was hurting after that Suns Carlton game yeah. on the weekend, which was I think I don't think I've ever danced around the lounge room as much as seeing that last ten seconds um, to give us number one pick number one. Um, he wrote on Twitter on the signing of Sam Walsh for another two years. I feel like this might be the pinnacle of any good news coming out of Carlton this year. And Nick from Twitter said, you know you've met a Carlton supporter when you ask them who they barrack for and they hesitate. <laughs> Which is very, very true. So um, welcome, did, everyone. Did you have that some new ones that I went to at the Barossa Land Fest? Well, they're not on Twitter, Matthew, uh, oh, Baz, but right. some great brothers and sisters that are now tuning in to Funky Baz and Face. Yes. Um, Beth and Dusty. Yes. So Dust. welcome to them. Young yep. lads made their debut for the Murrabit Blues, I believe, on the weekend. Yes. Yeah, they look good in the in the Royal. Do Blue. you think whose talent do you think they'd take over after Beth yeah. or Dusty? Well, high expectation because there's some legends in the Bray family mm. there. So those boys, it's like we've got some more Brays coming up. The, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the, right. The, yeah. the other team looking at the Barracker or the budget, yeah. we would have gone. Oh, oh no, bloody Brays! Bloody <laughs> Brays! <laughs> but. Um, so welcome. Uh, hopefully they got Beth's uh, endurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing she does run marathons. So uh, yeah. welcome to the two of them. Gusto, Baz. Glenn Gusto. Gustus. Good man, Gusto. He, he loves a bet. And uh, he was my teammate in the uh, Barossa Premiership year. And it was good to see him. I saw him at the footy on the weekend. And he has been listening to us uh, quite a bit. He's got a bit of time on his hands lately. So... It's been great to see him on the weekend, and um, yeah, so he uh, is an avid listener, a Port supporter, and I've got a little bit of a, a, a discussion about the Port boys later on, so um, yeah, he will be tuning into that. Well, welcome, Gusto. Get well, young man. Uh, Naomi Edwards. Yes. And Damien Nangle, Baz. Yes, Damien Nangle, uh, thrice premiership player at the Bulldogs. Uh, just runs off the half-bat line, got big, long legs, just uh, bounds away, and with that left leg... Uh, being the runner, I come out to him occasionally. Is but, that the yeah, same as three time? Thrice. Yes. <laughs> Would you thrice. rather be a thrice or a three time? I think three time. Well, at least he can be a thrice or a three time. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, he was great to have them on board, and um, yeah, there's, there's a few more as well. But Na- Naomi Pringle. Naomi Pringle. She was a um, grew up with me in the Barossa Footy Club. Uh, netballer, footballer, had many a, a big nights at the Williamstown Wine Bar. <laughs> And now she's even playing a bit of footy now, so uh, in and yep, under, hard good. at it. Yeah. Are we going to cross straight to Baz's bets? I'm very interested to hear. Well, boys, I'm just on fire at the moment with the bets. <laughs> Absolute fire. Jordan Degoe last week, first goal scorer. How good was that? 7.50 and come through. Tonight, Brisbane Lions, Collingwood, another 10. Uh, $8, come again. So <laughs> next week, I'm going to put $4,000 on <laughs> And it'll be a late withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just please mention to Pistol Pete? <laughs> Do not put $4,000. No, nah, he normally puts half of what Matthew has <laughs> put on. So uh, Pistol Pete, just a message to you. Do not put $2,000 of your own money well, you on do, Jordan Degoe. Well, you can just run past your wife, Jackie, and make sure she's yeah. okay with I had a real crack last week. Um, did. So and yeah, just different ones that I put on, and some one, some no good. I went into the Brossa change rooms uh, as I did the running last week for the Brossa Footy Club, and I'll talk about that later. But Jared Trainer gave me one. I accidentally put it on twice, and he came up and won. So uh, that one was quite nice. Jeez, get on Baz's bets. Uh, I've uh, just been hashtag Baz's bets too. Yes. Now I have been on. I've got a couple of tips this week from Jared Trainer. We're going to go to Caulfield on Saturday. Grey Shadow Race One. And we're going to put it into, we're going to have a bit of a crack on a multi here. We're going to put it into Manalo Blarnig. I think it's going to be a hard hard name there, race seven. So 
Grey Shadow Race 1 into Manalo Blanik Race 7. Caulfield on Saturday. Some really nice odds there for you. So I've had a really good run the last couple of weeks. The Sportsbet account is, is bulging. So I'm going to have a big crack this weekend at it, and we'll let you know how we go. But Dugowie, next week, he's going to get the first goal again, whoever he plays. Well, he's, he's kicked three. He starts in the three, goal three square. Weeks. He starts in the goal square deep. That's what I like about it. They just yeah. bomb it long to him, and he's a bloody good player. So next week, I might load up a bit more, I think. Uh, unlucky with Tex versus North Melbourne. Very unlucky, yeah. He, that's um, unlucky. Jenkins could have given him a Joe the Goose, and um, he missed it from 20 out himself anyway. Now, Golden State Warriors boys, just still on this bet, they're actually paying $1.57 at the moment to win the NBA. DeMarcus I Cousins... I feel we've changed the integrity of Funky Bass <laughs> very quickly. Well, boys, uh, have a crack. Big crack or go home. So... Yeah. Demarcus Cousins has torn his quad, right? And they're yes. paying a dollar fifty-seven at the moment. I'm saying right here, right now, I'm funky Baz in face, groundbreaking that Golden State Warriors will not win the NBA. I'm saying that who will win? I don't know, but <laughs> but they're not going to win uh, without Demarcus Cousins and Bogut. Is Maybe Houston gonna... Rockets, mate, with uh, James Harden. Well, they're so. they're not bad actually. They're about third in the line, but I'm saying that. Do not go for Golden State Warriors. There's some good man. value money uh, at paying six dollars and seven dollars, and I think maybe maybe the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, are a big Ooh, chance. Yeah, good call. Wow. So that's what's happening in the NBA, uh, and that's what's happening with Baz's bets at the moment. So we'll let you know on in time on next week's bets. Very good, Baz. I'm sure Pistol Pete and all our others will follow on pretty keenly on that. I think you did a pretty good job. Um, we need a post. What was from the ones we posted? What what was the balance? Where are we sort of uh, sitting? We were up about sixty bucks. Like it yeah. really, did really well actually last week. I was yeah. pretty happy with it. Yeah. So donate to charity, mate. Oh, no, it's going straight to my bank. <laughs> <laughs> we can buy ourselves a nice little microphone or something. <laughs> um, I'll be nervous if so. We commenced that uh, last week. What do you got, yep. Baz? Well, I've got a few. I'll be nervous if, and and my number one, I'll be nervous if, and obviously. Uh, boys, what's really weighing on our heart at the moment is the Adelaide Crows. Yes. And I was livid <laughs> on Saturday night. The phone went flying. I was so angry at uh, the once great team that we barrett for. But I tell you what, I'd be nervous if I was Riley O'Brien because when you go out on that stage and you've got thousands of eyeballs, millions of eyeballs watching you, you need to perform, right? And he was, on the weekend, pathetic, right? I, I didn't rate his game at all. I thought he was not even close to the standard. But the thing is, is now that Big Source is getting an operation, is that he has to play. Yeah. He's playing. It's like Scotty Harris has been given the A-grade cinnamon job, and you're playing. Like, they're saying, you're not getting dropped. You are playing. So whether you now sink or, or swim... No, back, when I back in the day. Mm-hmm. No. Right. But whether you sink or swim, you're playing. Yeah. So yeah. he's playing. Like He could get embarrassed for the next three weeks. So I would be nervous Six. if I was him. Yeah. So he's in the side. Um, so I would be nervous if I was him because I don't think he's up to it. Well, going on a similar theme here, Baz, be nervous if I was Don Pike. I've always had a bit of a theory, when you're horribly out of form, the worst thing that you can do, people think, ah, it's all right, we're playing... Generally, the bottom-ranked team. I think it's the worst thing because you can never truly get back into form when you're playing a team. No one has any expectations of Gold Coast. Is that Crows home? Eddie Betts, uh, it's a massive game. Mm -hmm. If the Crows don't win by 50, 60, 70 points, and probably given their form, even 30-plus will take it, but if it's close... 
everyone's going to be skating. So I, I actually think when you're out of form, you need to go to the hardest one. You need to play the West Coast uh, over at their place. You need to go to Cadinia Park, and that needs to get you back in form. Mm. So I think it's got... If, if they lose this... It's got tragedy written all over ne- it for never Don Pike. Lost. If I was Don Pyatt that morning and I'm putting on my um, game day suit, <laughs> I wouldn't be confident when I'm having my breakfast. No. I think it's going to. It could be a horrible day for him. Well, there were a lot of comments flying around Punky Bad's face WhatsApp between the three of us after the Crows North Melbourne game, um, especially around Pike out. Jenkins is disgusting. Mm. Walker no good. Oh. There, there were just so many down with there. I just so. don't think we're a great footy team. Mm. Like I really don't. And looking at Brisbane tonight and Collingwood and like there's so many good young kids. So many teams have gone past that. I don't see a lot of them. But boys, you got one. I would be nervous if I was a maintenance worker at the Notre Dame um, <laughs> <laughs> Cathedral. Back Cathedral. Back. You know what? I've I've effed up at work a few times. Like when I was a cabinet maker, I put through the uh, a bit of wood through the wrong side, and it just cost. Oh, Matt, you know that's going to cost about forty five dollars. Yeah. Pencil marks, right? Pencil marks on there, or <laughs> I've dropped a glass when I was a barman, or mm. I've stuffed up an air conditioner. Cost you a couple of hundred bucks, right? Mm. This guy who's probably had a smoker and chucked mm. his cigarette butt in, in the in the Notre Dame, which mm. is not a great thing to do. How much is that costing? Like that is costing unbelievable, and it's eight hundred years old. Eight hundred years old, like it's gone so, through two world wars. Uh, it, it, that's right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is unbelievable on what it's costing. Uh, but what a mistake that this maintenance worker has made. But you know what I found is, as you would say, fascinating. And we think about the funky bows and face. We're world. We just don't talk sport. We talk world events as We're well. We're talking churches at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that? Billionaires, three French billionaires have pledged 600 plus million euros for the Notre Dame reconstruction in less than 12 hours. Can you imagine if those same people put that money into world hunger, poverty, uh, Barossa Footy Club? I like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like if they put great it into Mark, great like, how can we put it into some mm. monastery which we, mm. we've all, we've all travelled overseas? Yeah. How many bloody churches and monasteries are there? Like you get sick of them. I know this is a great one. But it is a good one. But there's, yeah, I there's more to life than than bloody churches. There's there's you know like yeah, domestic violence and you know there's yeah. so much more that people can be putting money into, but people don't. Good call, Baz. Um, I'm similarly going off uh, AFL as well. I'll be nervous if I was a press secretary for Scott Morrison or Bill Shorten. I have to sit in a bus for six weeks, travelling all around Australia, working my butt off night and day. Oh, hang on. Do you work your butt off? Oh, they would be. They've been working around the clock. I thought you. Oh. <laughs> I would have no confidence that I'm going to have a job in six weeks' time. It's a 50-50 bet. Yeah, I like it. And <laughs> I just think that would be one of the worst things, sitting in the back of the bus, listening to all these people talk about... If you have a look at their media stuff, they're doing a terrible job. I reckon it would be six weeks of high pressure, no reward. Massive. You wouldn't be able to sleep too much. You wouldn't be able to go out to the, you know, have a drink or relax, would you? You're always on edge. When you do go out, everyone's watching you. Uh, they're, they're critiquing you. Everything you say, they'll try and find a fault in. If you rub your nose, you're picking it. You know, like it's. Yeah. it's as long as they've got the people standing behind Shorten or Morrison nodding their heads right. and yes, smiling nicely, they're doing a good job. Uh, face is going to come pre-armed with it. I'll be nervous if next week. I'm going to go into a would you rather. Yep. Now, would you rather have a would you rather 
or would you rather have Funky's flashbacks? Oh, oh hey, Funky's flashbacks. Funky's flashbacks. Jeez. So you can tell me afterwards. I haven't heard about this one. Which so. one? So this is uh, no preparation here for you boys. Just mm. no one knows. Now coming into the Easter round, a couple of things I've noticed. Adelaide are playing the Gold Coast, right? For the we talked about that mm. eleven for, times. For the Nathan Bock Cup. Uh, eleven times. That's probably coming up. Eleven times they've played. What's the Crows and Gold Coast record? Who's won? Crows won 11. Yeah, 11 yeah. nil. Mm. So, very good. The first game was uh, 2011. Who kicked six goals for the Crows the first time they played against each other? Gunston. I've got no idea. Dangerfield. Oh. Dangerfield <laughs> kicked six. Who was best for Gold Coast? Ablett. Ablett, spot yeah. on. Yeah. And uh, Face has picked it before. Nathan Bock was the first time he played against the Crows on that day. Yeah, right. uh, Crows 2010-130 to Gold Coast 9-19-73. Uh, another round, uh, another game this week, Collingwood and Brisbane. That's playing on our screen at the moment. Yep. When I think of Collingwood and Brisbane, I think of Nathan Buckley. Nathan Buckley drafted by oh. the Brisbane Bears at that time, but so desperately wanted to get to Collingwood. Yep. Um, lo- loved it. He had, a, he had a great first year. He won the Rising Star that year. Yep, the Norwich Rising yep. Star. Yep. <laughs> his first game. Did you, you were going to ask me about his first game, I think, Matthew. Uh, his first game, MCG against North Melbourne. Have a listen to this score. So this is the Brisbane Bears travelling the MCG. North Melbourne, 24-22. 166 defeated the Brisbane Bears. 22-11, 143. Oh, <laughs> How's that shit. for a score? Uh, some of the players... In the Brisbane Bears team, this is in 1993. You know this guy, David Bain. Yes, David Bain. We met him. In the Tunnel Nightclub. We did, and yeah. he was um, imitating volleyball. I can't yeah, remember why. No, no. Um, Tell me Gastiff was playing back then. He was playing. Yeah. Oh, He's my Gastiff. next asterisk. John Gastiff, number four. 23 possessions on Nathan oh, Buckley's Gastiff. debut game. Nathan Buckley debuted with 17 possessions. Um, Doc Clark. Yes. Did bugger all, seven possessions. Yeah, he wouldn't have done too much. Um, interesting that Buckley was so desperate to get to Collingwood. Brisbane, three premierships. He probably, you know, if he stayed, because Brisbane were terrible, weren't they? Yeah. And Collingwood were most famous club in Australia. We always wanted to go there. Could have stayed with Brisbane, could have won three premierships, but I guess we'll never know. But he left and said he wants to chase uh, premierships. finals or premierships. Yeah. And that, so they always paid him out about that. But you know what I like about... Well, I'm not sure if I like this, but Buckley said when he was playing his last year of Sandfall for Port Adelaide before the start of the year, how's this for confidence, right? He said, I will win the McGarry medal this year before the start of the year. Can you imagine an AFL player now <laughs> saying, I will win the brown light? He would be absolutely slated all year, wouldn't yeah, he? Can you imagine the media on him? But he said, I'm going to win the brown light. I also think he won the Jack Odie at the end of the year. Before yeah, he left right. as well, yeah. I think that yeah, beat. He did. I think that beat yeah. Clonell, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Um, so Brisbane have won three. Just comparing the two, Brisbane won three premierships in that time. Collingwood won the one uh, where Buckley was an assistant to Malthouse in 2010. That is Funky's flashbacks. Very like good, it. mate. Very like good. It, funky. Like it. Uh, a little bit of a surprise too. Caught us unaware. Good memories there. Yeah. Very good memories, particularly Johnny Gastev and um, that David Bain. What about, like John, what about John Hutton? Did he play back then with a the helmet? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Face, you got a Face's Fresh Find. I do, boys, and got some got some audio for us tonight. So, uh, first of all, we're going across the globe to the United States of America, um, over to ice hockey and uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. We've been very varied, haven't we, tonight? We have. We've been talking yeah. churches, We're monastery. trying to avoid talking about the Crows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Washington Capitals were playing the Carolina Hurricanes. And rookie, now... Bear with me. Andrei Shneznikov dropped his gloves to an experienced campaigner. So this Shneznikov is a rookie, and he dropped dropped his gloves, which means they're going to box on to uh, Alex Ovechkin. We pick it up on the audio here, where it's a little bit of a play, and then two players start to come together. So listen to the commentators when the youngster goes down. It's incredible that ice hockey would do that. And not only that, now I've got just something else here. This is the home game for that rookie that got knocked out on the ground. This is the song that they played when he got knocked out and the, the guy obviously went to the penalty box. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to knock you out. Mama's going to knock you out. And that's mm. like a home game. So imagine Rory Sloan's on Adelaide Oval mm. and suddenly the Crows play, I'm going to knock you out. Oh, it is a horrible thing to see. If you're just thinking of the parents, you know, watching that, that. that's oh, completely kid, unex- kids, it's unacceptable but thing to see. When I went to America and I got some corporate box tickets, met this guy, he got us into the box there. It's that the fighting is a massive celebration mm. uh, of the game. And when they do fight, it's like all the, the screens come up with a boxing boxing match, and the, the crowd loves it. It's mm. a it's an anticipated event. It's almost a bit like wrestling that it's not staged, but it's it's certainly well, celebrated. The, the refs let it go the, until the they both fall, and right. then and then they jump yeah. on them. So it is strange. Um, but go and check that out. So that was the Washington Capitals versus You'll the Carolina Hurricanes. I will. Um, my next sport is over to golf, but it's a different golf this week. It's not Tiger Woods celebrating his amazing comeback. It's called Power Golf, and it's the World Long Drive. You can look it up on Twitter at, at World Long Drive. How's this for a name? Justin Moose. You'd sound like he's got a bit of guts behind him if he's playing Power Golf. John Casey actually tweeted this out, so at John Casey 2880, the SNFL dude. Uh, listen to the commentator when... Justin Moose smashes this golf ball. It's like as far as you can hit it. Uh, 418 metres. Think again. See that little... Look at this rock right here, folks. Watch this rock. He's bouncing on his left leg. You have to have movement before you take it back. Watch him bounce, bounce, bounce. Then move off the ball. Stay behind it. And there it goes again. I mean, fill her up, coach. Yeah, he has a perfect... Angle and hitting that left side, getting that roll, and again, this is bigger. Wow, this is over 50. Over 450. Oh. Near- 
There we go. So that's Justin Moose. So 418 metres, that's equivalent to two and a half Adelaide Ovals. Can I tell you someone else, right, who's got a massive swing, right? This is just (laughs) off the cuff, right? Is that... You're talking golf, right? Yeah, I'm talking golf. Mm -hmm. Is that for a Christmas present, our mum got uh, Funky and myself (laughs) a voucher at the Gawler Mm -hmm. Golf Course, right? And so what happened is, is that we, we had a professional teach uh, Mark and I how to play golf, right? So we're just by the car park. Anyway, he gives me a swing and I, I stand up there and I do my swing and yep, that's, that's well, a good swing. lefty. Yeah, lefty, lefty yeah. yeah. Up comes Funky, Funky goes to swing and he swung with such vigour <laughs> that he swung the club and it leaves his hands, right? And goes hurtling through the air. You, can, you know, the club is hurtling through the air. Bang, straight on a parked car in the car park, right? <laughs> we are crying on the ground. Magsy gave us two lessons, but we could not go yeah. back to that professional. Poor instructor. That instructor was just shaking his head. Yeah. We were both we crying. go back. Too embarrassed. <laughs> How's the golf career gone since? Very uh, badly. One of yeah. So that's uh, the world, was it? World longest drive or whatever it was. That was uh, very good watching that. And no, he actually got beat. So 418 metres, he got beat by another 15 or so metres from Tim Burke. So check that out if you can. My last Faces Fresh find is, I'll finish with AFL, the Easter Friday night, uh, Friday game. So we know Port are playing West Coast on Friday night. Yeah. BT, Brian Taylor, has come out and said there is no way that North Melbourne should be playing Essendon in the blockbuster game. I agree with it. At, you know, during, uh, yep. I think it's the twilight game, the three o'clock, mm. it's two o'clock or something. Uh, North playing Essendon, no way they should be given the day. Where do you sit with giving the big teams that definitely pull a crowd, or should smaller teams be given the opportunity for their day to, you know, get that exposure on TV on a, on a Friday game that, you know, Easter Friday traditionally no football ever ever gone. Where do you boys sit? I think smaller teams shouldn't even be on TV. <laughs> uh, they are so boring. What free to air or Foxtel or? or yeah, or I just don't, Fox, don't even think they should I'll be. Tell on. you what, your view though mm. is just going to have the, the haves and the have nots. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want the big games, and I almost want the big players playing for the big teams, and that's almost like a back to the eighties where you have a dominant team, and you have teams that have got well, no chance. Here we are, Adelaide supporters, and you turned over the Adelaide North Melbourne game last Saturday night to watch. What was it? Can't remember what I was watching. I'll tell you what you're watching. What was I watching? Bear, oh, bear, <laughs> bear, bear gorillas. <laughs> what now? Yeah. But bear gorillas. Bear gorillas. Who, who's this? Bear? Uh, Baz, I've heard of bear grills. I've heard of bear grills. I've never heard of bear grills. I think you can pronounce bear grills or grillas however you wish. No worries, Mark Harry. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way, no other person. It's like Neymar. <laughs> <laughs> that has pronounced Bear Grylls Bear Grylls so I've given some good uh, recommendations for Netflix there's yes, another one choose your own adventure remember back in the day where you oh, love read your book yeah. and then you get and you choose a particular way and then it goes you've died end of the book <clears throat> same thing uh, with Bear Grylls <laughs> choose your own mate, adventure Bear Grylls it's Bear Grylls, uh, man versus white and I did take the piss out of myself and did uh, <laughs> give you both a picture of a bear grilling his barbecue. Yeah. I um, recommend Man vs. Wild, Choose Your Own Adventure, get into that, brothers yeah. and sisters. Sinead actually got on with that with John during the day, uh, school holidays the other day. So here's my four-year-old son watching Bear Grylls. He starts to get a squirrel, knocks it on the head, gets a knife and stabs the squirrel straight away. So probably not ideal. I Yeah, I probably wouldn't have. 
put a four-year-old in front of the TV <laughs> and watch that. But, um, so maybe an age limit for so yeah, Sam versus Kindy Bob. this week, if the rabbit yeah. comes out, you might <laughs> stab it in the face. Last thing from Baz. Well, boys, I had a great weekend, boys, up at the Barossa Footy Club. I'm the runner this year for the footy club, and we lost our first game. So we're playing, we're playing against uh, South Gawler. No one expects us to win. And in one of the great games, we got up by a few points. We had a lot of things going against us, so it was a great win. But when I first turned up, boys, you know the parking by Barossa Oval? Well, in any footy club, the parking by the footy club is sacrosanct, right? No opposition can park in there, right? Mm. You've got the sponsors, you've got the coach, you've got, uh, I don't know, the, the bar manager. There's no room for opposition mm. in that tight area by the club rooms right it's all sectioned off right and i don't park there either because i'm respectful of you know have you been guilty of doing it previously yes i have been but i'm maturing there right so i park 400 meters away anyway i go and get changed in my yellow vest i'm standing i'm talking to naomi edwards and a few other girls i see just by right by the club rooms is this d head right in a south gauler top tooting for the south gauler goals and the b grade and I said, I said, who's this dickhead, right? But he's cheering, and what's he doing in the best park on the whole oval, right? I didn't realise that he had his window down, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the girls look at me in just like Horror. disbelief. The guy turns around, picks up his wheelchair access oh. card, <laughs> and points to the back with his wheelchair on the back of that. Oh, no. It was a wheelchair part. And I am just, just like <laughs> seeping into the ground. I wanted to dig the hole, and he's just shaking his head at me. And I'm like, oh, sorry, winds his window up with it all to me. <laughs> so bad. I, oh. I would like to dispute. I think you should be able to park. So regardless of whether you're... It's, um, it's an unlucky situation, Baz, by the way. Very unlucky. Got a disability. When do you got a particular spot closer to the park? But re- regardless of that, I think it's a free-for-all. I think if you go, regardless of the ground, if you see a spare spot, you get there. No, you can't do no, that. Like, I tell you what, mate, people pay big money for sponsors to have their... Does it, does it say... Does it sectioned yeah, off? Yeah, it's sectioned off yeah, their, their position there. Hey, yeah. Baz, yeah. this Formula One rich man sport has gone to fuck his head, I reckon. <laughs> he just thinks he can run the world. Unfortunately, yeah. Lewis Hamilton's won again on the weekend in Shanghai. And so it really does become a, you know, a bit similar to like the AFL. We, we like the fact that any team can yeah, win. that's right. Formula One, that's not really the case. No. And watching the documentary from before, massive celebrations for the team to come forth. So it's quite interesting mm. there where obviously mm. in AFL it's, you have to get to number one. Have we got so any time left? Of course we yeah. do. Well, I, I wanted to talk about the Champions League, uh, guys, because the Champions League, as you would say, is fascinating. fascinating. The Tottenham Man City tie, if you get a chance, uh, brothers and sisters, get on YouTube or whatever and watch it because it ebbed and flowed. And for Tottenham, who are the perennial chokers, right? They've never won a trophy for six billion years. For them to beat the powerhouse and the, the rich oil company uh, club that is uh, Man City, it, on their home turf was sensational. How, it had how controversy. were the goals in the first 20 minutes? They had oh, four goals or Controversy. Ridiculous. It was absolutely sensational. Yeah. If we were over in English and we were English and we were pommy geezers, we would absolutely <laughs> love this. How good. The Champions League Unless we went for Man City. is like one of the greatest ideas and concepts. We, we can't have one. Who, who do we play? New Zealand. Like, you yeah. Know, right. It is such a... Yeah. Locally, we've got the... Um... No, but it's, it's just so different. It's no, like the best right. of the best and there's so much... Uh, 
effort put into each year just to qualify to get in there. If you, if you qualify, and you get millions and, and millions. And it's pitting your, it's, it's your country, but it's also then your team within your country mm. against... And yet the away days, like yeah. the, the travel mm. and them going over to Spain That's or right. wherever is a huge yeah. trip. Like, yeah. we're missing out on that, guys. But anyway, Man United lost 3-0. They're, they're in all sorts, mm. uh, like, in the, on the world stage. Great competition, great idea. Wouldn't it be great if the AFL had something similar? I think they're probably more than our lifetime away from everything. Oh, that's absolutely. Yeah. So doing that. What do you got, Face? Tips this week, boys. I just want one winner. Baz, you've probably given us enough, <clears throat> a few with Baz's bets already. Here's my tip for the week. Saints to go four and one after five rounds. Who would have thought Alan Richardson Who was almost... He was back to be the first coach sacked. Yes. Especially if they so lost you're going to say they're going to... Beat They're going to beat Melbourne, Melbourne at the weekend. MCG. He's the only coach in the AFL with a lisp as well. Richo? Yeah. Really? Big lisp. Yeah. Richo? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's your tip for this week, Funk? Well, to be honest, I'm just looking at it now. Um, one of the fascinating games, Hawthorne and Geelong are always within a they're kick. They're good. They always are. So, that, so they, they are, are great. Good. So they're always a toss of the Geelong coin. Geelong can be favourites too. They, sh- they should romp it in. Hawthorne have been rough since they played Adelaide, but... Clearly, they're no good. <laughs> I only go Essendon over North Melbourne. Even though North Melbourne beat the Crows last week, North Melbourne were horrible. Stinky, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, so I'm going to go Essendon. I think Essendon are back, and McDonald, Tip and Woody is just brilliant. One of the most exciting players. I'm going to go players for one of the most exciting teams going around in the competition, the Adelaide Crows. <laughs> <laughs> to lose against the Gold Coast Suns. To draw against the Suns. <laughs> average, uh, in my research, average winning margin of the Crows against the Suns is 55 points, 11 nil. So they be interesting to see to where they go. Yeah. Whatever get close. Oh, we'll see what happens, boys. Thanks. Boys, welcome. Thanks for the accommodation tonight, folks. Thank you very much. I was looking for a thank you. <laughs> You've got a full belly and uh, you're looking very satisfied. So uh, see you next week, Enjoy boys. Enjoy your Easter, guys. See ya.